welcome to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. Stay tuned for an analysis and conversation about the issues that matter most to you and your family. Here now with this week's edition of News in Focus is Chris Long. And good afternoon and welcome to this edition of News in Focus. We're glad you've joined us. We're going to be talking about the founding of American Documents curriculum that's currently in the Ohio schools from the 8th through the 12th grade, and uh, it basically is the curriculum for American government and American history standards in in Ohio schools. And this was a great achievement uh, legislatively uh, back in the 129th General Assembly in 2012. We're going to be talking to the chief sponsor of that bill in just a minute, Uh, and actually he did some great work legislatively uh, to get that passed and signed into law. And, of course, it was Governor Kasich that signed it into law. Actually, it came with a state school board resolution supporting it. The Ohio Historical Association supported it. And even then, the Secretary of State, who was John Houston, launched a Founding Fathers initiative to support and applaud the effort of what was known then as the Founding of American Documents curriculum and still in practice. And that's what we're trying to safeguard in the Ohio schools. There's a bill currently, House Bill 73, which would seek to limit the testing and thereby compromise some of the curriculum, and we believe it would be a slippery slope uh, that would be in the wrong direction in the Ohio classroom. We're going to talk about that. Well, yesterday there was a hearing in the Primary and Secondary Education Committee, and citizens and teachers and interested parties came in from across the state. They actually submitted written testimony, and also they submitted um, uh, in-person testimony before the committee, some of them serving on local school boards, and a state uh, school board member herself uh, submitted testimony. And the uh, former House sponsor, John Adams, he was a uh, House sponsor of the same legislation, came in, and uh, he testified as well. Uh, Anyways, that's all available on our website. If you click on the link of the images, you'll go to the video. You can actually, it was over three hours of testimony. Think about that. The committee had lots of questions for the citizens that came in back and forth. And uh, also on there is my segment of the presentation, and you want to click on that as well. That will all be available on our website at Ohio Christian Alliance, or just uh, go to ohioca.org. Well, let's talk about the original bill sponsor, former Senator Larry Obaugh from the 22nd District. Uh, He is uh, actually termed out last year. He was Senate president in the 133rd General Assembly. And he served for several years as the state senator out of Medina uh, in our state uh, capital. And uh, he is a constitutional attorney in his own right. And uh, he's with us on the phone. Larry, uh, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on, Chris. It's great to be here. Well, thanks for taking time. And, of course, we want to thank you for your service uh, in time in the Ohio legislature and serving as Senate president. But I think this was one of your crowning achievements and actually, you did this when you were uh, just a newbie at the Ohio State House, <laughs> and uh, you took uh, was it Bill? Be- whose seat was it that uh, came open? And then you it were was uh, Bob Gibbs. That's it, Bob Gibbs. That's right. Well, he was elected to Congress, and so uh, they appointed you. They made a wise choice. You were formerly a law clerk with Alice Batchelder, one of the federal conservative justices, and of course, your own uh, schooling and education and constitutional studies. Uh, actually served us well in the Ohio General Assembly. In fact, you were one of the go-to people early on for uh, questions in the law. And then, of course, 
later on you would be leading the Senate body as well. Well, let's talk about the Founding American Documents curriculum, because I know that you have a passion for this. And the bill that was actually passed is really a model curriculum, we think. Uh, In fact, when we tell people in other states what we have here in Ohio, they're very envious of our curriculum. Let's talk about that. Uh, sure, and uh, and this is a very important bill uh, to me personally. Uh, I, I think you know, Chris, this was the first uh, piece of legislation that I ever passed uh, in the state Senate and, and something that I've had to look out for uh, year after year uh, because I feel like uh, the, the hearing that you had yesterday is almost like the movie Groundhog Day. Um, that uh, It took about 10 years uh, before I, I joined the legislature, 10 years of legwork, uh, to get the bill where it was. It, it took us about a year and a half to get it passed into law. And then since then, uh, we've just seen an active effort that I'll, I'll get into uh, in a few minutes uh, to uh, to try to undermine it and, and constant attempts to try to repeal it. But uh, I'll, I'll give you the, the, the very basics about what it does. It requires the high school uh, history curriculum and government curriculum in Ohio. And at an age-appropriate instruction level, uh, uh, the fourth grade uh, curriculum, when they cover Ohio history in fourth grade, uh, to... Um, expose children to the actual founding documents uh, of our country, uh, the, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, uh, the Ohio Constitution, and the Northwest Ordinance. And instead of giving high school students the third-hand account from somebody else uh, talking about their analysis of it, uh, actually says, uh, you know, these aren't that long. You can pick them up and read the original documents and get a sense of what our history really is and how our government works and uh, and what your rights are and, and who we are as a nation. And and the reason that I jumped on board uh, when you came to me with this uh, this idea uh, more than a decade ago was was twofold. Uh, first, uh, the Fordham Institute at the time had looked at Ohio's history curriculum and, and compared it to curriculum around the the country, and and they found that we um, were getting essentially what they rated as a D um, for the curriculum itself, not not for the performance. Meaning that if you learned every single thing that you were required to learn by the curriculum, you would still graduate not really knowing that much. And at the time, there was a Newsweek um, survey that they did with about 100, I I think it was 1,000 people who took a citizenship test. Uh, And 38% of them failed. Uh, Only 35% of them knew what happened at the Constitutional Convention. Uh, Only 6% knew the number of constitutional amendments. And, And only one in five people could name one power of the federal government. Um, and that includes things like laying, laying taxes, uh, regulating commerce, uh, coining money, declaring war, you know, pretty simple background stuff that everybody ought to know. Uh, so we looked at some of these things, and I think we were, we were jointly very concerned. Um, and, and frankly, our, our children need to know these things. They need to know them because they have to understand history, and they should be learning the material anyway, but they also need to know it because if you want people to be able to participate in our system of government, they need to understand what the branches of government are. They need to understand what their rights are, how our government works. And if you want people to um, carry on the ethos of America, what really makes America great, um, people need to understand how the United States is different than almost every other country that came before. 
and and specifically the Declaration of Independence, um, set out almost a new vision of what the relationship between the citizens and the state should be, uh, where in so many other countries throughout world history, power came from the government, from the top down. And our founders rejected that notion wholesale and said, here we have liberty, here we have equality, here power comes from the people, it comes from the ground up, and government gets only the ability to fulfill the responsibilities that we give to it, but that everything else is inherent in the people themselves. And I just don't think that people are learning that today. We are talking with uh, former Senate President Larry Oboff, and uh, he is a constitutional attorney. Uh, We are talking about the founding American documents curriculum of Ohio's American government and American history standards from the 8th through the 12th grade and with an end-of-course exam in each. We're going to talk about the importance of that. I'm going to read from the bill itself. This was Senate Bill 165, passed in the 129th General Assembly in 2012. It is important that high school students learn and understand United States history and the governments of both the United States and the state of Ohio. Therefore, beginning with students who enter the ninth grade for the first time on or after July 1, 2012, The study of American history and American government required by Divisions B-6 of this section shall include the study of all the following documents, the Declaration of Independence, the Northwest Ordinance, the Constitution of the United States with an emphasis on the Bill of Rights, the Ohio Constitution. The study of each of the documents prescribed in divisions of this section shall include the study that the documents in their original context. The study of American history and American government required by divisions of this section shall include the historical evidence of the role of the documents such as the Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers to firmly establish the historical background leading to the establishment of the provisions of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. This was great legislation, folks. This is how it ought to be done and is done right here in Ohio. There's some people that don't want you to know that. That's why we're taking time on this radio program and have the uh, the legislation's original, original sponsor, Larry Oboff, to talk about it. Senator, we see so many things in the school, of course, when the federal government, whether it's uh, Leave No Child Behind or Common Core, and before that it was outcome-based education, it's always something coming out of Washington as a federal mandate. States take money from the federal government for education and thereby are obligated to the uh, task as whatever the requirements are. Uh, but when we passed this, when Common Core was coming into Ohio and uh, trying to push out some of our history standards, what happened? Tell us about that. Well, this bill actually safeguarded against that because of the testing requirements that we have in the bill, um, which which require uh, that, that some questions in the American history exam uh, be about the founding documents and requires that a specific percentage, uh, I believe it was 20 percent uh, in, in the bill, uh, of the American government exam be about the documents. Uh, that meant that nationalized standards like that and nationalized testing made by big testing companies that are that are making pitches to the federal government or to large numbers of states uh, trying to trying to essentially standardize our education with Common Core and things like that, um, they weren't able to do that in American history and government in Ohio because 
we had preemptively put into law that here in Ohio, we think it's important that you learn these documents. We think it's important that you understand these principles, and we're going to test you on those. So um, at the same time that so many other areas uh, um, in, in other parts of your studies here in Ohio and in other states across the country were we're really moving in one direction uh, toward Common Core and and those types of things and and standardized tests um, th- that were being given all over the country. We were saying um, we believe these are the things that are important for you. We have our own standards here, and you're going to learn those. And so it, it actually saved uh, Ohio's history and government curriculum from uh, being melded in or taken over by by some of those other things. You know, some people would say, well, what difference does it make? Well, it makes a big difference. Folks, think about it for a minute. The the exceptionalism of the United States of America, before the creation of the Constitution, before the writing of the Declaration of Independence, all people were under a monarch, under some kind of tyrannical government. They didn't have the rights and privileges that we have as a representative republic. This was a new construct in America in, in world history. We're trying to safeguard that now 250 years later. And so that's what it means. That's the difference that it makes. Because as Ronald Reagan said, we're always just one generation away from losing it all. That's why we must be vanguards and vigilant of what's happening in the Ohio classroom. We are the ones who are watchmen right now. And I want to thank those of you that made calls and emails. In fact, Larry... Yesterday, the committee testified. One member said, I have received more calls and emails on this subject than any other so far this General Assembly. We were so glad to hear that because, you know, it's not a paid-for effort. We're a volunteer group. All of our folks are volunteer. We're a small nonprofit in that way. We don't have big resources financially, but we do have a lot of people who feel very passionately about these principles and these ideals of our nation, and they were willing to make the calls and send the emails and that's what really got the committee's attention. So it was a really fair exchange. Even though some of those members may not agree with us on committee, they may not even vote our way, we at least, they at least heard from their concerned citizens yesterday. But, of course, our ultimate goal is to, again, safeguard this curriculum. Last session, thankfully, uh, we were able to defeat it in the Senate. Once again, you were there. You were watching and, and said, no, that's not going to happen. And and for good reason. And so here they come again. Well, who are they? Well, they're the Liberal Teachers Union, quite honestly. Well, listen, they want to do away with this testing. Why? Because it's a stumbling stone to them. They have to teach it with the, with the testing guarantee. And so last year, in all fairness, folks, if you're listening, you're trying to understand what you're hearing from these committee members say, well, they're not doing away with the curriculum, cause, but understand this. Last year, the same bill, they wanted to do away with both tests. Then they couldn't do that, mm-hmm. so then they went back, well, well, let's do a combination of tests. Maybe we can get that past them. What are they trying to do? They're trying to tweak this in whatever way they can to start to bring down the whole curriculum standard. That's what it's all about. That's why we're being so adamant well, about it. Well, and I'll tell thoughts? you what, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through some, uh, some history of this bill, and, and, and listeners will know. Um, the, the, the kind of fights that we've had over the last 10 years. When uh, when we passed this bill, uh, the president of the State Board of Education testified in favor of it. Uh, everybody in the legislature, or at least in the Senate, basically agreed that we needed more rigorous uh, standards. And in fact, the, the, the pushback that we got 
uh, from some members of the Senate uh, on the Democratic side of the aisle was actually over whether or not to include more documents, uh, not whether or not to do these ones. And, um, and, and so the bill becomes law. Uh, and then for years, uh, we had the education establishment try to water it down or, or literally ignore it. So uh, the Department of Education was slow getting up and running because they dragged their feet for several years uh, because I believe that um, bureaucrats in the department had a different agenda than the legislature did, uh, and they wanted to follow their own policies instead of the law that was passed by the legislature. Uh, so you fast forward then uh, after those difficulties to uh, September 2017, and there was a school board meeting where they were proposing um, getting rid of, of the exams. And I sent my legislative aide at the time to, to, to remind them, this is the law. This is a statute. Uh, you can't change that. And as long as, uh, as, as long as I was going to be Senate president, uh, the legislature wasn't going to change that. So please stop fighting this. Stop wasting our time and just make sure that kids read the Constitution. That shouldn't be that much to ask. Um, so then um, they proposed legislation multiple times uh, to get rid of the testing. And, and it's really just baffling to me. I, I understand that there are too many standardized tests. And, and I worked along with then Senate President Keith Faber to scale back the number of standardized tests. Um, but as we discussed before, the problem that people were focused on when they started this this movement towards scaling back on the tests was getting rid of Common Core and some of the more nationalized or, or, or grouping of states together uh, in our curriculum. And this actually works the exact opposite way. And, uh, and I feel like there are some people who don't understand that who are trying to throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> well, that's right. And they've taken us from 17 tests down to seven. These are two of the seven, and what folks talked about yesterday is say, look, if we ought to be testing on anything, it's about these founding documents and American history. Our young people need to know this, especially when they see the push for socialism and Marxism and other isms that are pushing their way forward that want to be entered into the school curriculum. In fact, the 1619 Project, which is basically an opinion piece, they're starting to teach it in some school districts as history, as fact. And it's, it's an opinion piece. And so, in fact, the one group put it out to 4,500 classrooms across America. That's why, folks, safeguarding this curriculum for Ohio schools is so imperative at this time. Well, and Chris, there's never been a more critical time, I think, that people needed to read the Constitution, needed to understand their rights, needed to grasp the proper relationship between the citizens and the government, uh, because we've seen uh, so much uh, big government over the last year and a half, because we've seen so many ways in which our rights have been infringed on, which would have been unthinkable even a few years ago. And uh, and I'm, I'm, uh, let, let's talk briefly about some of the things that are going on at the State House. Uh, um, related to history, in November 2018, in November 2018, we became the first state house in the country to have a permanent display of our state's founding documents. By June of 2020, um, there was a public discussion about whether or not we ought to uh, get rid of Christopher Columbus's statue um, in the city of Columbus, uh, and and so that's how much. The overall tenor uh, has changed on this and how quickly, and you mentioned earlier that, that we're only a generation away uh, from uh, any generation is only one generation away. I'd say in the last two years, we've moved pretty far in one direction. 
And um, the best way to guard against that in the future is to make sure that if you don't want people to grow up to be socialists, if you don't want them to grow up believing that power comes from the government and is distributed to the people, however government sees fit, the best way to do that is to educate them about why our country is different than all the countries that came before, um, why uh, they have rights that are protected, that are that are spelled out in the Constitution that can't be infringed on, um, and, and what the real functions of our government ought to be. You've you worked don't on teach that. those things. That's <laughs> right. You worked on those principles you know. when you served in the Ohio Senate. You actually drew back on the overreach of the executive branch with uh, COVID uh, protocol or restrictions from the administration. The governor, maybe in his uh, zeal to protect Ohioans, uh, actually put a lot of draconian laws out there. You worked with your body to actually rein in the executive uh, branch in the sense that this ought to be vetted through the representative body of the Ohio House and Senate that represents the people to see what the people think concerning this. Your thoughts on that? That, that's right. And actually, today, I think, is the one-year anniversary of the lifting of the stay-at-home order. And that was something that the Senate um, pushed very hard to get and, and that we really um, we really put our foot down on uh, on exactly this day last year and, and, and got done. Uh, but, but after that, uh, we passed legislation to prevent uh, any state official from ever canceling an election or trying to move the election date again. Uh, we passed legislation ensuring that uh, you could not have a statewide or regional closure of churches and other houses of worship. Uh, we didn't do that in Ohio uh, initially, but there were a number of other states that did. So we were concerned about protecting people's constitutional rights. And, and we passed a bill, and, and Governor DeWine actually signed it uh, eventually um, in, in September, I believe, of last year, um, making sure uh, that that could never happen uh, in Ohio. I That's introduced right. a bill that the Senate passed twice uh, that did not make it through the House, but that uh, I believe will be reintroduced in the relatively near future uh, that, that would uh, keep uh, firearm stores open and declare that they're essential businesses. Uh, and, uh, and when alcohol sales were prohibited after 10 p.m., uh, Senator Bob Peterson and I introduced a bill uh, to, to lift that as well. And eventually uh, the, uh, the rule um, was... Uh, expired and, and and not renewed. So so we push back in a lot of different ways, and uh, and and I think that that's important. And I think that people need to understand that you have certain rights uh, that um, they are protected, uh, and that government doesn't get to decide, no matter how important the issue is, uh, no matter how critical uh, government might think something is. You don't just get to tread on those rights. You have to respect them. That's exactly right. And right now we're dealing with at the State House the drawing back on the, the teaching of the founding of American documents curriculum. So we're fighting that, folks. We want you to make calls to the Ohio House Primary and Secondary Education Committee. All that information is on our website at ohioca.org or just search Ohio Christian Alliance. And, uh, Senator, I thank you for coming on the program today and thank you again for being the original sponsor of this and clarifying some things for our listeners today. And we're going we're gonna to hold the line. We're going to defend that uh, legislation and that curriculum in the classroom. Thank you so much. Thank you. Again, that was uh, former Senator Larry Oboff, the former Senate president and original sponsor of Senate Bill 165, the founding of American Documents curriculum. 
Thanks for listening. Uh, Stay tuned. We're going to be hearing uh, more on this subject right after these messages. And if you've missed any of today's program, you can hear it in its entirety at our website at ohioca.org. Stand by. Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization and to set free a suffering humanity. And the soldiers who stormed the beaches of Normandy and the Allied liberation of Europe. On D-Day, all those warriors set out on their mission. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt led our nation in prayer. The D-Day Prayer Project is an effort to add FDR's D-Day Prayer in its entirety at the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. This wonderful historical presidential prayer will be a lasting tribute to our World War II veterans. If you'd like to make a contribution towards the effort of adding this prayer to the memorial, go to the website at ddayprayerproject.org. That's ddayprayerproject.org. I'm Johnette Cruz, and I'm a busy mom. Then a friend told me about TrustBlueReview.com, a new website powered by the Christian Blue Network. She uses it to find trusted Christian-owned businesses. I checked it out, read the helpful reviews, and found a great family dentist. Now I use TrustBlueReview for all my family's needs. For peace of mind, do what I did. Visit TrustBlueReview.com or download their free mobile app from your app store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue Review. Will my kids like this dentist? Can I trust this mechanic? Who's a good choice for my upcoming remodel? I found businesses I can trust from TrustBlueReview.com. This company rebuilt our deck and renovated our bathroom. I'd highly recommend them to anyone looking to hire an honest contractor. The best dentist experience I've ever had. It's now easy to find trusted businesses in my community that have the same Christian values as my family. It all starts at TrustBlueReview.com or download their app in the App Store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue The following is a previously aired broadcast. Welcome to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. Stay tuned for an analysis and conversation about the issues that matter most to you and your family. Here now with this week's edition of News in Focus is Chris Long. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving just powers from the consent of the government. That is from the Declaration of Independence, the U.S. Declaration of Independence, You're listening to News in Focus, a broadcast of the Ohio Christian Alliance, and we're going to talk about our founding documents today and how we need to save that teaching in the Ohio classroom. If you're a listener of this program, you know that the Ohio Christian Alliance spent over 10 years to get the founding of American documents curriculum passed and into law that assured that each Ohio student from the 8th through the 12th grade would learn the founding documents of our country, and also American government in history standards would be strengthened in the Ohio classroom. Well, I have with me on the phone one of the sponsors of that original bill back in the 130th General Assembly. He's former State Representative John Adams, and he was the House sponsor 
The Senate sponsor that year was a newly appointed state senator who later became Senate president, and that's Larry Oboff. He also is in retirement as well. And both of these men are concerned about what is happening at the Ohio General Assembly this session as both uh, a, a Republican, moderate or liberal, and a, a Dem- Democrats are clamoring to do away with this teaching. Well, you say, well, how can that be? Well, if you limit the testing, trust me, you will limit the time in the classroom that they spend on teaching American government and history. What are we talking about? We're talking about the founding of American documents curriculum that was passed back in the 129th General Assembly in 2012. And since that time, there has been great progress in Ohio schools of the general knowledge of American government and history standards. In fact, the facts and the tests don't lie. And the assessments actually show the increase, and we'll get into that on this program, but what are they actually learning in the founding of American Documents curriculum? And you say, well, what exactly is that? Well, let me read to you from the bill, Senate Bill 165, that eventually became law. It says on page 20, it is important that high school students learn and understand United States history and the government of both the United States and the state of Ohio. Therefore, beginning with students who enter in ninth grade for the first time on or after July 1st, 2012, the study of American history and American government required by Divisions 6 and C6 of this section shall include the study of all the following documents, and they're listed. The the Declaration of Independence, the Northwest Ordinance, the Constitution of the United States with an emphasis on the Bill of Rights, the Ohio Constitution, The study of each of the documents prescribed in divisions of this section shall include study of the documents in their historical context. The study of American history and government required by divisions of this section shall include the historical evidence of the role of documents such as the Federalist Papers, the Anti-Federalist Papers, to firmly establish the historical background leading to the establishment of the provisions of the Constitution and Bill of Rights. That is the founding of American Documents curriculum, and it comes with a guarantee, and that guarantee is an end-of-course exam requirement. Now, basically, back when this bill was passed, it took one full credit hour out of social studies, and it gave half a credit hour dedication to American government, another half credit hour to American history, and then an end-of-course exam for both. That is what the guarantee is for every student, and you know it's working. And it's been a wild success. Why would the teachers' union be so opposed to that? Well, let's ask one of the bill's sponsors what his suspicions might be. Again, with us is former State Representative John Adams from Sydney, Ohio, and a good friend and a businessman currently. John, welcome to the program. Thank you, Chris. Well, we want to thank you also. I forgot to say that you were a former Navy SEAL and served our country in the military, and thank you for that. Well, thank you. It was always it was a good chapter in my life, and uh, I've had a lot of good chapters. But uh, to answer your question, my suspicion, it, well, it, it has always been uh, the educational establishment that's always been trying to get those two credits back. Uh, they've always tried to water it down ever since the bill's been passed some way or another, whether through the, uh, uh, state school board or through the legislature, 
They've always tried to water it down. I never understood it. Uh, keep in mind that it took almost 10 years from the time Diana Fessler, another good patriot of Ohio, who introduced the Founding Fathers Documents Bill when she was in the legislature. It took almost 10 years since that, that time she introduced it for us to finally pass it. And you would think that it could have been passed a lot sooner, being that Republicans have controlled pretty much of the state apparatus for almost 20 years. So there's a lot of things that are hard to understand, and, and at least from my perspective, why. <laughs> but uh, I don't know how you can even suggest in today's current climate that you want to dilute learning the founding fathers' documents in, uh, for, for, for school children. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, it yet we want to keep and try to implement critical race theory. Uh, it, it boggles the mind. But you know what? That's what we do. We just keep fighting to maintain what this great country has given us and what we want and what we wanted to keep giving us well we're always within one generation of losing this great re- american republic and it starts with our children so the children are the and these students are the target if they can can gain control of the classroom and the minds of young children well they can set the course for the future of this country whether for good or for evil You know, the Bible says in Psalm 11, verse 3, and it's really been our theme of the year, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? We have seen over this last year, John, the anarchy in the streets of America with 200 cities that have had riots, uh, protests turned to riots, but some say they were intended to be riots and anarchy from the beginning, with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and radicals in the streets. We saw the tearing down of statues of some of our forefathers, of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Ulysses S. Grant. Some of them were saying, well, they were tearing down some of the uh, Southern generals' statues in the South, but that, it didn't stop there. Why would Abraham Lincoln, how is that not a man who was the great abolitionist president, by the way, who visited the Ohio State House three times um, in his life, twice uh, when he was alive in 18... 18- 59, he came and spoke for two hours. There's a marker at the State House on one of the pillars where he stood for two hours and preached against the evils of slavery. He came back through on his way to Washington when he was elected president, and then his body laid in state uh, when it came back through on the uh, funeral train going back to Illinois for his final resting place. How does the Ohio State House represent uh, oppression or prejudice or slavery? It does not. And yet, it became a target of some of these same anarchists last year. In fact, John, it was a year ago this time, I was testifying against this same uh, bill. Then it was House Bill 239 to reduce end-of-course assessment. What? Now that sounds pretty innocuous, and folks would say, well, you know, there's really too much testing in the classroom. Well, what, do you, what did you learn in your time in the General Assembly about testing and why that's important? Well, I do know one thing. Uh, it has always been said that testing drives curriculum. Well, if there's anything you want to test your students on, and those, uh, bottom line is you want to test on the Founding Fathers documents, because when you lose that history, 
Uh, I don't think you have a nation anymore. You don't have a nation anymore. And that's what's being driven out slowly, incrementally, always has been. Uh, we don't want to, they don't want to teach this uh, founding fathers. They don't want to teach it. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great teachers out there. But yes. in the overall big picture, uh, with the teachers' unions, the critical race theory, uh, everything that's being, that is going on right now is driven by the sentiment of driving our past out of the curriculum. And you can't do that. simply can't. If we uh, weaken or water down the Founding Fathers documents, uh, they win. Uh, you can't, re- you can't, you, we cannot relent one inch, keep it intact, because I think you, you have the results of what fruit that has been born from the founding fathers documents, uh, several, you know, four to five years ago, six years ago. That's right. Uh, uh, you have the, you have the statistics and it's, it's been a success. So why change it? Well, that's exactly right, and that's been our argument. And we're actually calling you folks to do a call to action. We want you to call your state representative and urge them to oppose House Bill 73. And basically what it is is the testing reduction bill. It's currently in the Primary and Secondary Education Committee. The um, sponsors are Representative Manning and Crawley. And we're going to argue next Wednesday is the next hearing of opposing. Today they had a proponent testimony. Next Wednesday will be the opponent testimony. We're asking you to call and or write your representative and urge them to keep the founding of American documents curriculum, the American government and history standards, as they currently are with the testing requirement, because that's the guarantee that we know that it's going to be taught in the classroom. And by the way, like John, you said, it's a lot of great teachers. They, they uh, actually, many of them have a passion for this, and we're delighted that this was put in as part of the curriculum because, you know, you get to the school year, there are some things that are required and some things that aren't, and then there's some things that the principal of that school, and if that principal, well, if they have le- liberal leanings, they really pressure the teachers to spend time in the classroom on those kinds of subjects. So what are we talking about? Well, critical race theory which basically demeans anyone who's not a person of color and says that they're to blame for the oppression of people of minority status. That is totally wrong. We are all equal under the law. All men are created equal by God. That's what the Declaration of Independence uh, declares, and that they have rights and privileges that were given to us by God, that the laws of nature and of nature's God. This is why the founding of American documents is so important to teach our young people that we are all equal under the law and all have the same privileges and benefits of this representative form of government. I had that exchange with some of the members of the committee last year, and you know, John, the timing was incredible because it was two days before May 28th, which ended up being a time of riots in our capital city, unfortunately, and the State House itself became a target of uh, broken windows, and, and, and rioters went in that night, and it was terrible. There was a few state Iowa patrol that were protecting the building that night. You know, it's the first time in 163 years of the state house existence that it would ever become a target of that kind of vandalism or destruction. Yet, 
Uh, that's what happened on May 28th, and then again on June 18th. And we we spent time on this program talking about that with how state house security. It definitely has been a time of upheaval in our nation. And what we need to do is get down to those foundations again. And folks, not let them be erased. Don't let these foundations of our teaching and our founding documents be erased. What can you do, you say? Well, you can call. Call your representative and urge them to oppose House Bill 73. We're going to put all this information up on our website. Uh, and again, uh, we're talking with state former State Representative John Adams from uh, the Sydney, Ohio area, and he was one of the original sponsors of this bill, and it's been such a blessing to our country uh, and, and to our students in Ohio. In fact, here are some of the testing scores. They finally got them in the last year or two. We were been asking them for some time. We wanted to see how we were doing, right? And again, scores and tests count, right, John? I mean, that's how you know if you're, if you're passing or failing, right? Absolutely. So in 2016... Uh, U.S. government, 68 point, uh, 68%. Uh, 2017, it went up to 73% passage of students. Again, this is from the 8th through the 12th grade. 2018, 79.5% of students were passing with, with a grade, a passing grade in a U.S. government. And then again in 2019, it was uh, nearly 78%. And as the social studies representative said, this is higher than all the other states surrounding Ohio. So it's a wildly successful program. Why would you want to change it or eliminate it? Well, you can guess. And then they say, well, we'll still teach it. It's still in, in the uh, general uh, you know, statute. But without the testing, they said, well, well, then there was a discussion what they were going to do with the additional time. Well, John, what's your thoughts on that, of what we're hearing lately of what they want to do with additional time in the classroom? Well, they can spend that time teaching whatever they want to teach, but it won't be the Founding Fathers document. And I will continually say, um, do not dilute what is currently working and make your voice heard. And I did you say it was, uh, if I recall, it was, was it House Bill 71? House Bill 73. House Bill 73. Uh, go on the... Uh, the House website, find out who sponsored that. And if it's your state representative who has sponsored it, give them a phone call. Absolutely. You know, and that's right, folks. And we'll have that information on our website as well because you need to know who's pushing this and supporting it. And we need to have some of these people withdraw their names of support. They need to understand how you, as Ohioans that are concerned about the direction of our state and our country, feel about teaching American government and history. You know, I'm reading from some of the Newsweek magazine, the, the arguments we made when we passed this bill, John, and, and when you had it in committee, there was a Newsweek magazine in 2011 conducted, it was a poll of a thousand adults that said, it was titled, How Dumb Are We? And they and had some civics questions in there, uh, 20 basic questions, and they included the results. And uh, only 62% of those polled passed the test. Included were such basic questions as what happened at the Constitutional Convention? Another question, uh, what is the one power of federal government? Uh, uh, only 19% were able to answer that question. Uh, what, what is the supreme law of the land? Only 30% knew that the U.S. Constitution is the supreme law of the land. Well, what are we seeing, John? We're seeing those who want to eliminate the Constitution, don't we? Yes, and many other. Uh, yes, uh, but um, 
Nope. Have you said before? Uh, it's a, it, it, look, all we have to, we will show up and we will make our voices heard and uh, we will beat it once again. Well, and that's what it takes. The price of liberty is eternal vigilance. And thank you for your work on this. I mean, you you were the John Adams. It's funny how, you know, it's great that we had you, the namesake of one of our founders, the John Adams, uh, as our house sponsor. The Senate sponsor was Larry Oboff. I called him my Tom Jefferson. But it was really the, the north and south pole of your two different personalities at the time that got this thing through. <laughs> because I remember... You know, you telling Senator Oboff at the time, and he was just an appointee. He didn't even win election. He was just appointed to the seat. Uh, he was excited about this bill, but he was willing to cave in and weaken it, and you basically took him to task. And because of that, we actually got a stronger bill. I mean, he he took the challenge, and then he wrote up a really great bill. I mean, he took one full credit hour out of social studies. He gave half a credit hour to American government, half a credit hour to American history, with an end-of-course exam requirement. And so when he was Senate president last year, he said, don't worry, this ain't going to pass on my watch. Well, he's retired. There's a new There's a new uh, bosses down there. There's a new uh, state uh, speaker, uh, uh, Mr. Cup. There's new Senate president, Matt Huffman. They've not said anything definitively either way. So, folks, your voices are needed more now than ever. Tell us a little bit about that, John, when people actually uh, start calling down there and making a difference. It simply works. You have to call. You have to, you don't even have to, you can call, but face-to-face is better. And I intend to make phone calls, uh, especially if there's anybody on this side of the state that has co-sponsored that bill. Um, But make the calls, because it does make a difference. And I will have to say that uh, I think when we went through that process, um, I'm glad for what uh, the senator did. Senator Alpoff did. Uh, he worked diligently to get it passed. Uh, I do remember this, though. We uh, sat in the office together. We talked about the bill. And I relinquished who would get credit for it, because I'm pretty sure it's under his name. But the reason for that was is I would have last crack at it. I relinquished the title of it. He has the title. And the point was, uh, if any changes happened in the Senate, we got final say whether it was up or down. Mm. So it, it's a game. It's a, it's a good game of uh, how how laws are made. But uh, sometimes it's not about who gets the credit. It's about what actually comes out. Amen. Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor. A struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization, and to set free a suffering humanity. And the soldiers who stormed the beaches of Normandy and the Allied liberation of Europe. On D-Day, all those warriors set out on their mission. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt led our nation in prayer. The D-Day Prayer Project is an effort to add FDR's D-Day Prayer in its entirety at the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. This wonderful historical presidential prayer will be a lasting tribute to our World War II veterans. If you'd like to make a contribution towards the effort of adding this prayer to the memorial, go to the website at ddayprayerproject.org. That's ddayprayerproject.org. 
I'm Johnette Cruz and I'm a busy mom. Then a friend told me about TrustBlueReview.com, a new website powered by the Christian Blue Network. She uses it to find trusted Christian-owned businesses. I checked it out, read the helpful reviews, and found a great family dentist. Now I use TrustBlueReview for all my family's needs. For peace of mind, do what I did. Visit TrustBlueReview.com or download their free mobile app from your app store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue Review. Will my kids like this dentist? Can I trust this mechanic? Who's a good choice for my upcoming remodel? I found businesses I can trust from TrustBlueReview.com. This company rebuilt our deck and renovated our bathroom. I'd highly recommend them to anyone looking to hire an honest contractor. The best dentist experience I've ever had. It's now easy to find trusted businesses in my community that have the same Christian values as my family. It all starts at TrustBlueReview.com or download their app in the App Store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue you know, John, that's why we liked you when you, you served in the House and you did so many good things and you took stands and like you did when you served us in the military as a Navy SEAL. And you took those same virtues and, and points of character and you served our state. We appreciate that. And our all of our children are benefiting from that by learning about our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the Ohio Constitution, the Northwest Ordinance, and the Federalist and Anti-Federalist Papers. That's actually happening because you took a stand and that Senator Oboff also took a stand. And we need folks to take a stand today. We need you to call and oppose House Bill 73 that would limit this teaching and probably be the beginning of the end of it, folks. We can't have that happen again. It happened once in the state when we, when we didn't have a guarantee of a testing requirement. We can't let that happen again on our watch. That's why we're asking to go to the Ohio Christian Alliance website. All the information's there. We're going to ask you then to go down, find your state representative and the members of those committee. Make phone calls. You can leave messages even after hours. Be polite, but be insistent that you want them to oppose House Bill 73 because you want to keep the American government and history standards the way they are currently with the testing requirements. Just say it just like that. And then also, you can also send them a quick email. That will also be a user-friendly feature on the top of our website. And so all that's at the Ohio Christian Alliance website. But it's up to you to make the calls, and that's what makes all the difference. And if you're anywhere in the state of Ohio, please make those calls to those people that are serving on the primary and secondary education committee in the Ohio House. And then also call your state representative, giving them a heads up. Hey, we oppose House Bill 73. It's going to do away with the American government and history standards in Ohio. And some of you know it as the 1776 project that President Trump last year was touting. That's what he wanted to do on the national level if he got reelected. Well, we've had it here in this state for 10 years, thanks to uh, former State Representative John Adams and Senator Larry Oboff. So, folks, we can keep it going, but we're going to need you to help. John, thanks for being my guest today, and thank you for taking a stand. Chris, thank you for all the good work you do. All right, my friend. We'll see you next week. We'll be down in committee, folks. And again, visit our website at ohioca.org and uh, make those calls. And if you missed any of today's program, you can hear it in its entirety at ohioca.org. You have been listening to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. 
To learn more about the issues that matter most to you and your family, visit online at ohioca.org. That's ohioca.org. Thank you for listening. This program is sponsored by the Ohio Christian Alliance of Akron, Ohio.